Thanks for tuning in to a special From the Stacks episode of How's Things, a podcast from the David A. Howe Public Library right here in Wellsville, New York. I'm Nick Gunning. Today, my guest is Melanie Miller, the director of the Box of Books Library and host of a new podcast that we're going to get into. Melanie, welcome. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. You know, it wasn't that long ago that you and I were podcasting together, though it feels like a full decade. It does. Do you remember this? It was- yeah, because it was at the start of the pandemic. It was like right when that was going, and we thought, "Oh, this will be a short thing." I was yeah. doing a, I was doing a director interview every week, and I was going to do that, you know, kind of until things got back to normal. And I did like six or seven, and I was like, "Okay, this isn't going away." We'll so, be back at the library yeah, soon. <laughs> you and I geeked out about Joyce Carol Oates on that episode. Yes, we did. As you yes, recall, you can find that at SoundCloud.com/slash/AllTheBooks or anywhere you get your podcast. Isn't that fun? It sure is. Melanie, I'll tell you what I like about you. Are you ready? Sure. You know, you and I work, we're both library directors. We work in the library biz. And oftentimes in the library biz, there's this whole like, hey, you guys, give yourselves a round of applause. You're all superheroes kind of talk. And I can't take it. I just, I can't take that kind of stuff. You know, like if, if if things are too earnest, I just, I can't, I can't handle it. No, right. I don't mean to out you on a podcast here, but you've got kind of a bad attitude. If I, if I'm being honest, a little bit, what? just no, what? just no, in a good way. You just have a little bit, you have a little bit of an edge underneath that I appreciate. Like what? Give me an example. Well, just like that. Some, some of the more corny <laughs> stuff you're like, okay, but I can see, I can oh, see yeah. in your eyes that you're kind of like, okay, all right. Yeah. I, d- okay. I don't like corny. Can we move it on? Can we do some practical yeah, like, things here? So yeah. Yeah, move so along. I always I always appreciate that. Well, you really yes. took umbrage when I said you had a bad attitude. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Were you like a I got aggressive pet? there? Were you I... a teacher's pet back in the day? Hundred percent. Really? I all the teachers liked me, but I was constantly in trouble. You know, Nick, I was a yeah. teacher's pet up until a point. Up until a point, until about fifth grade, and then there was a turning point where I was like, you know what? Uh-huh. Then my bad attitude came out. See, I knew it. Did you ever have a goth phase? <laughs> I did not. Oh, that's no. too bad. No. That's I did bad. not. What was a what was like a moody te- I, it's teenage never habit? Too late. No, it's not. It's definitely not. Did you have a moody teenage phase where oh. you were really into like oh, slam yeah. poetry or something? Like, what'd you do? <laughs> no, not slam poetry. I was okay. just all around moody in general. Okay. I'm a cancer. I guess that's I guess that's a classic huh. sign of a cancer. You know? Wow. That's what they tell me. Dropping some astrology here. Yeah, I guess I guess huh. so. Okay. All right. How long have you been the director at the Box of Books Library? Oh gosh, Nick. Sorry. How long has it been? I, Why sure. are you pop quizzing me? I didn't mean to. I thought it would be a very natural question for me to ask you. I can tell you I... that I that I started in Wellsville January thirteenth, twenty fourteenth. I always remember that date because it's my mom's birthday. So I've been in Wellsville for seven years and I've been director for maybe about five. Coming up on five? Coming up on something like that. I think I I think when we did our first interview, I yeah. think I had just had my fifth anniversary. As you were, you've been the director the whole time. Yes. I'm just trying to remember, like, if you were the director at the Box of Books when I started as Being director, the director here. Yeah. It's not a competition. No, yeah, you had to. So, have... Okay. All right. 
Did you do any library yes. work before? I mean, I could go back and listen to our other interview, but I'm not going to do that. Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. I started at Skulls at right. Open University. That's right. Because I too worked at Skulls, sort of, because I was at Herrick Memorial, but they were renovating the building. And so our offices and circulation desk were operating out of Skulls. That's right. Okay. I remember yes. now. I yes. remember now. Um, and you are, I mean, we're talking here today because you're, you're new, uh, to, well, you're not new, but your library is new to the podcast game. You've got a new podcast. We're brand new. Yeah. I like the, uh, I like the short bite, uh, episodes that you do. You're, you're doing like 15 minutes, something like that, right? 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. That's my goal. My goal is less than 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, mostly because I have the attention span of a squirrel. And what, what's their um, attention span like? You know, have you I seen don't. a squirrel, Nick? Yeah. Like, they're, like, Listen, all over the place. Melly, I've seen squirrels really, like, go. I've, I've seen YouTube videos of squirrels doing obstacle courses just trying to get, like, a walnut. And to me, that's a pretty good attention span. So I guess that's where the problem is. You well, have a you bad attention like, span, right? That's what that's what you're getting. They at. Like, they, like, freeze and they, like, think about something. You know, like, it's like they're, like, okay. They might be doing that well, obstacle course, but they like stop and then they're like doing like calculus in their head or something. Oh, wow. Or I something. Was, I, don't I know. was never into math. I remember so clearly in college when I finished the final of my last math class. I will never forget the freedom of that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and me you know too. what? I do math all the time now because like budgets and everything. Like I'm constantly, constantly doing math. So in some ways, I'm, <laughs> I could never truly be free of mathematics <laughs> sometimes i'll call my husband and i'll be like i have a math question for you and he'll be um, like oh my gosh well that's not fair because mike's a banker so i mean he you is have, a banker you have an in that's not fair though my, yeah. my wife is an editor and so every time i have to write something i'll send it to her and be like mm, just give me a little give me a little once over here so oh see yeah. see you can borrow mike can i borrow hillary she's got a pretty packed schedule but i'll see I'll see what we can. I'll see what we can work out. First yeah. of all, my husband says that you're his favorite librarian. Oh, so. that's nice. What a nice guy. See. Yeah. He listens to my podcast. Does he listen to yours? N not yet. Okay. That I know. All right. Well, you got to catch <laughs> in, up. In fairness, it just came out Saturday. True. So. That's true. It's an early. It's an early one. All right. Before we get it's to a baby. that, it's an infant. Let's do a little mini bookmark segment. Melanie, what, what have you been reading lately? Anything? Uh, anything you've been excited about? Yes, two things. Okay. Um, I just finished a book. I talk about it on the podcast a little bit. Okay. Apple Skin to the Core by Eric Gansworth. Huh. It's a young adult book. Okay. It's written in verse. Oh, I like that. I, I recommend this book to everyone because okay. it is amazing. It's a memoir, okay. but he talks about his experiences with racism growing up on a reservation. Mm. Apple is a derogatory term for Native Americans, oh. but he sort of takes that term and reinvents it. Mm -hmm. And... Um, there's lots of Beatles references, so if oh, you're a fan of the Beatles, yeah, I'm in. he incorporates his artwork mm -hmm. into it. Super, it's terrific. It's cool. wonderful. I cannot say enough things about it. We've done for, for the last couple of years. We've done like Poetry Month specials where we look at some of the YA novels uh, in verse. The last one we did was um, Long Way Down by Jason Reynolds. Oh, Have you yes. read that one? Yes. Great. That's a great yes. one. Last year we did Amazing. Poet Poet X, and we've also done a couple of the Kwame Alexander books. I like it. You know, I I don't 
I don't often like just sit down and, and read poetry for the heck of it, but I find that these, that the, like the YA novels written in verse are something about the format makes them just that much more like moving and compelling. So I've just recently gone on this huge, like novels and verse kick. Okay. Um, it started with, Oh, I can't remember the title, but it was um about Joan of Arc. Oh, um, the final hours um, of Joan called- of Arc. Yes, Voices, The Final Hours of Joan of Arc by David Elliott. Yeah. Um, That's written in verse, and it's amazing. And in there, I think it's in his notes, he or in his acknowledgments, he references Alan Wolf. And Alan Wolf also writes many books, young adult books, written in verse. Okay. One of them is called The Watch That Ends the Night. That's about the Titanic. Oh. And he also wrote... The snow fell three graves deep, mm-hmm. and that's about the Donner Party. Oh, wow. And that was amazing. A lot of death. I a lot of, loved lot of death in these books. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very, very heavy, but um, super, super fascinating. They do amazing jobs. All right. That was one. You said there were two. What's the other? Yes. I'm also currently reading Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson. Oh, that's yes. our true crime book club yep. book. So have you seen, I haven't seen I'm, the movie. Right. Did, did you watch the movie? No, I have not seen the movie, mm. and, but I feel like I need to watch it when I finish the book because I don't know how they do the movie. Yeah. There's this main case that he focuses on Walter McMillan, mm-hmm. but then every other chapter, he sort of like alternates, you know, some like facts about the U S prison system mm-hmm. and criminal justice system and so I don't know how the movie would yeah. um, work that. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see. I'm interested yeah. to see. Watch the movie. Huh. Okay. Do you, so that's your true crime book club then? That's doing that? Yes. Okay. Yes. So that will be covered on our podcast oh, next month. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I've been sort of, I, 2020 was a dead zone for me as far as reading. I feel like all of the, all of the more like highbrow reading that I wanted to do, I just didn't because you know, the world was smoldering ashes. And I'm hoping, yes. you know, to to right that wrong in 2021. Though I have to admit, I'm not off to a great start. Um, I'm I've been reading some of the books that I got for Christmas, so I've read some some graphic novels that I enjoyed. I'm currently reading uh, Promised Land, the first part of the Barack Obama duology of uh, autobiographies. So I haven't started it yet. Yeah. It I'm came a sucker in... for presidential history and biographies and things, so I, I'm looking yes. forward to read it. I read his um, Dreams from My Father forever ago when I was working at Alfred, actually. And I read another book on, on Barack Obama by Chuck Todd that I thought was really interesting. But this is, I like that book that's like after the dust is settled on a presidency, like the, yes. he sits down and writes yeah. it. I actually very much enjoyed uh, George W. Bush's Decision Points as well. So I okay. when the subject is writing about themselves, you have to take it with a grain of salt. But the thing that I'm that I'm liking so far about Promised Land are the things that like you can tell a lot by the things that he's choosing to focus on. And it was the mm-hmm. same thing with Bush and Decision Points. It was like picking these key things. And it's sort of it's like the things they write about tell you or the things they don't write about tell you just as much about those as the things they do, because it's sure. like what the focus is. Um you know, the, the frame of that story, I think uh, it, it makes you, it's compelling reading the words, but it's also compelling to read between the lines, I find, and that sort of thing. Sure, sure. 
Yes. In uh, fluffy dumb things, do you ever get? Do you get advanced copies? Do you get screeners and stuff sent to the library of early things? Uh, not sent to the library. Sent to me personally. Okay. Yes, I'm I do a, that. I'm a sucker for these, and I, there was this one graphic novel that was uh, Terminator versus Transformers, and I was like, that sounds Ooh. so stupid that I have to read it cover to cover, <laughs> and so Absolutely. I did, and it was very stupid. I have to but say, but sometimes that's what you need. Yeah, but not this kind of stupid. This, oh I no, feel like okay. This, this to me felt more like fan fiction. Like this is something like a teenager oh. would teenager would doodle in like a college ruled binder. Like that's what it felt like. Okay. The art was really really old school. It felt like something that had been sitting around since 1984, not something that was like <laughs> new and, and looking back in a nostalgic way. So I just. I'm I'm sorry to say that I I didn't think that was fun at all. Are you you don't are you into graphic novels? You don't read a lot of graphic novels, do you? I do. You do? Oh, I don't read a lot of graphic novels. Um, yeah. I did read two though relatively recently. Hit me. Um, uh, I reviewed both of them in the podcast. Okay. Well, um, I know you talk about Superman Smashes the Clan because that was one of my. I feel like that was the best book I read of 2020 among them. So I liked it so much. I ordered a copy for myself personally, yeah. Yep. <laughs> which Good is call. unusual. And, and when it came in the mail, my husband was like, what are you doing? Why are you yeah. ordering comics? And I was like, surprise. Yeah. This is the woman you married. Yeah. I am the woman of your dreams. Well, I think what's so astonishing about this too, is that this is adapted pretty faithfully from like a 1940s radio drama. Yes. So, I mean, the yes. fact that they were doing that kind of story in 1940, in the 1940s, I think is really impressive considering Amazing. the time frame, you know. Yes. It's so cool. And last I checked, we also had that digitally in the collection. So if you're, if you're using Overdrive or Libby, it's right in there. So you can check it out that way as well. I think it's pretty widely held in the system, too. So put a hold on it if you want to read it. Let's get into your podcast, Melanie. What? Let's. Okay. So why was it was it specifically the pandemic that led you to want to do that? Or is it something you'd been thinking about for a while? It's been something that I've been thinking about for a while. But then the pandemic was sort of the final yeah. push. Just trying to look for ways to get the word out about new books, mm -hmm. things that we're doing at the library. Yeah. Finding like creative ways to still engage with patrons mm -hmm. was that final push to like really do it. And then we are working. This is a secret. You'll be the first to know this. Breaking Nick. news. Breaking news here on How Breaking Things. news. Yeah. So Sherilyn Wise and I, mm -hmm. Sherilyn from Cuba yes. Library. Sure. She was working on a new logo for us. Oh. And yeah. So the library logo, not the podcast logo. Yeah, the library logo okay. podcast. And um, without giving too much away on the logo, that sort of inspired the name of the podcast. Okay. Outside the box. Outside the box. So tell me a little about the format. How, how does how's the podcast work? My goal is two episodes a month. Uh -huh. One that will focus on our true crime book selection. We have a true crime book club that meets monthly. Mm -hmm. And that's super well attended and probably one of our more popular programs. So that's we're going to talk about that book. Okay. Um, and then the other episode is called a box of new books. 
and <laughs> uh-huh. that will be all about the new books that we got in okay. to the library. We're Always... really playing up this whole box. Oh yeah, thing. you have to. Getting, getting yeah, the, we have to getting the new boxes in uh, is always a very exciting prospect. It's like my favorite thing ever. When, when we like right after you know right after when we started like reopening the library again and our distributor started sending the books like we'd been ordering all along but there was a big holdup and mm-hmm. so for like a couple of weeks like over the course of maybe two weeks we got like seventy boxes chock <sighs> full of the books that we'd been ordering since March you know. And it was just, I mean, it was like the best Christmas ever, you know, just yeah. like, rip, what's in this one? You know, yeah. it was great. It was a, it was an exciting and this, time. And the smell, the so smell of new books. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Yep. Unmistakable. It's funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you know, again, the world is a, a big wreckage at the moment, but under normal circumstances, even though I'm in a library all day, if I had my choice of the thing to do after work, it would be to go to a bookstore. A hundred percent. I mean that's just what I want to do. So like I, I have the yeah. right job, I guess, you know, my, my husband doesn't understand why I still feel the need to own books. Yeah. It's different. It's like you work in a library, yeah. you can get all these for free. And I'm like, but shut your mouth. Yeah. It's not the same. I know. I know there are certain books that, that I you just, have to own. You have to own. Yeah. What I've done because I it got out of hand for a while there, mm-hmm. where I was just kind of like anytime I went to the store, I was like, and I will take you, and I will take you, and I will take you. Mm-hmm. I started doing a thing where like I only buy a book if I am like ready to start it, you know, or if like the book I'm reading has like thirty pages left, and I know I'm going to be starting a new book in the next day or two. But if I know that like I just started a book, I'm not going to get to this one for a couple weeks, then I'm like, I'm not going to buy it. See what happens, and that's so helped. that's self control. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have that. No, <laughs> no, okay. no, I don't. Well, I'm glad you're so. Open no, about it. so my sister, my sister got me started on the book of the month. Oh, oh yeah. Box. Yes. Uh huh. So I get a book of the month. You know, I select a book, and it comes to my house, and yeah. I'm so far behind mm. in reading. Yeah. You know, I have a stack of them. Yep. But it's so exciting, and I continue to choose a book. Yeah, I, you know, we have uh, we have a patron, a regular patron in Wellsville who is who subscribes to the Book of the Month Club, and they will often donate those books when they're done. So I sort of feel like we're subscribed to the Book of the Month Club because we end up yeah. seeing most of them as donations. Yeah, I know what you mean as far as getting behind, though, because I like to read all of the books that the library, like even if I'm not the one who's leading the book club, I still want to read the book that the library is doing that week so that I can talk about it with random people. Or if people come into the desk, I want to be able to be like, oh, this book is and this is what it is about. And this is great. So Eric always did this thing. My old pal, Eric Mickles, uh, he always had this thing where he would do a, a, a one for them, one for me. You know, where he would like read a book for the job and then he would read a book that he wanted to read. And that worked pretty well for him. But it, that's it is a good, hard. That's a good thing. Yeah, that's a good is, idea. It's hard to keep up with because then you have to add in like, you know, I like to read like the Booker Prize winner or you know, we just yeah. had the Youth Media Awards, you know, and so I like to, mm-hmm. I like to, you know, read the, the Caldecott and the Newberry, which is usually not as long. Yeah. But, like I like to read the award winners. I like to read the book club books, and then I just have like authors that I like and series that I like, and so it's just yeah. It's a mess. I it very never much ends. relate to that Twilight Zone episode with Burgess Meredith where all he wants to do is read books. Have yeah. you seen this one? I have I've not. You but... haven't seen it? His whole his whole thing is that he's obsessed with reading books. And his wife and like his coworkers are always like, knock it off and live your life. Stop reading the books. And he's like, But I just want to read the books. You so he goes, I'm gonna spoil this episode, everyone. So this is like seventy years old, so just deal with it. 
he goes into the vault in the bank and he's gonna he's just gonna get some reading time no i have seen this my husband made me watch this yes 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 and so he survives this big like explosion it's just him and he's like now i can read all the books and then he trips and breaks his glasses in the most tragic turn of any film or television yes so you and i melanie are like burgess meredith only our glasses work right now so fingers crossed currently yeah you know, I don't need my glasses to read. I I could get away with not having my glasses to read. I'd have to hold it a little closer, but but That's I could do okay. it. I could do it. So I'm not I'm not as far gone as Burgess Meredith in that episode. Boy, I've said Burgess Meredith a lot. That's okay. If if the home listeners were you doing a drinking game, they'd be under the table at this point <laughs> with the amount of times I've said Burgess Meredith. <laughs> Uh, Burgess but, Meredith. But that's neither here nor there. Um, so when when does your next episode drop? Later this month. Okay. New episodes will air. Okay. And we so you say they alternate between a, a true crime spotlight and a new book spotlight. That's correct. Yep. Uh, are you, is, it, is it you? Are you going to have guests? Do you have a list of guests? We have... Hopefully there'll be guests. Hopefully it won't just be me every time. Yeah. <laughs> because it'll be super boring. Uh-huh. Nobody wants to hear me yammer on about books. I'll so listen. I have to you got, you got one dedicated listener, so right there. One de- one know. dedicated listener. It's a good way to start. Um so I've gotta rope in some uh guests. Yeah. Okay. I've Exciting got times. I've got one guest lined up. That's cool. You. Who is it? Oh me. No. Oh cool. <laughs> Well, there you go. So our listeners are very familiar with that, with your first guest. Yep. Yep. That should work. That should work just fine. All right. Well, welcome to the, uh, welcome to the podcast neighborhood, Melanie. Thanks, Nick. Thanks for uh, doing this for, with me. I, for me. You're, you're welcome. I have to tell you the thing that I'm most jealous about your job is I love the food in Alfred. We do have some pretty awesome I food. I mean, it's just every, everywhere you go. I love that. I love the terracotta. That was like... I feel like I spent most of my paycheck when I worked at the Alfred Library because <laughs> it wasn't much uh, in the terracotta because the terracotta. I loved it. I loved it. And this was back in the days when the jet was over like right right across from your building. Right across from, corner. yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. If the jet was that close, I would be in trouble. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, Melanie, uh, always fun to talk to you. I'm happy to be on your podcast anytime you want. So just give me a call. And friends, go and find, is it is it outside the box or outside of the box? My family and I had this huge discussion okay. if it should be outside of the box or outside the box. It's outside the box. Okay. I like that better. Me too. All right. Thank you. Outside go, the box. Outside the box. All right. And go find outside the box wherever you get your podcasts. Melanie, I'll see you next time. Thanks, Nick. So long. Mm-hmm.